Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. And uh, this hour uh, brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. Uh, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line 608-785-7914. Again, also on Facebook and Twitter. And you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. Um, you might want to keep that number handy, by the way, 608 608- 785-7914 because oh wait gotta wait for it we gotta we gotta get it there we go for some reason there now it's working all right because it's a free-for-all fr- yeah it's a free-for-all friday because anything you want to talk about we can talk about anything that's on your mind is also on mine that's what we do here on a free-for-all Friday. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. Uh, we will be uh, at some point on Facebook Live, depending on when that gets uh, that gets set up. So we at some point that will uh, that will occur. Uh, but again, free-for-all Friday. Uh, feel free to jump in at 608-785-7914. 785 this. I won't call it a traumatic situation this morning because it's not exactly that, but it is one of those situations where you're like um, hesitant, I guess. Um, just be, you know, when you, I had to switch dentists. I switched dentists because my dentist retired. And so I was, then I was like, hmm. Uh, and then I, I'd spent a year putting this off going to the dentist uh, and, and it will, and there's some more other backstory here. I'd actually, I, as, as a uh, child, I never really went to the dentist, nor did I through m- most of my adulthood <laughs> up until I was about 31. And then, uh, which is when I met my wife. And then uh, at, at some point she was, she said, you know, you really, uh, with the teeth and the going to the dentist thing. And so I, I, so I went and I went to her dentist because I don't know, how do you pick a dentist? So I went to the dentist and, um, you know, it was, it was one of those uh, rehab projects for them. They had to do some work. It was one of those like, oh, wow, what the, who the, what kind of thing is, lives in that mouth? Um, but uh, they, were, uh, they were exceptional and, um, and many years of, of going there was uh, help, healthy, helpful, he- healthy and helpful. And that was great. But... At at some point it was going to end, right? At some point, my dentist was going to call call it a day. And 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 ride off into the proverbial sunset. And I would I hoped, as all of his patients did, that that would never happen. And yet it did. And so and then you know then you had to then you had to make a choice. So my wife, disciplined as she is, uh, wanted to stay on schedule with her uh, her teeth cleaning regimen, and so. Uh, and immediately sought out another dentist, and which was uh, which worked out really well. Um, and I was not really because you know it's difficult to do. You gotta if you're you know if you as an adult you're one and only dentist in your life. 
suddenly retires, you got to, you know, making choices isn't the easiest thing. But I tell you what, you know what? I did it and I, and I, and I, and it was fine and there was nothing to be concerned about. I hate going to the dentist. I told them that, but I lived through it. And it was not a moment where I had an epiphany necessarily, but it was certainly a moment where I thought, you know what? Sometimes you put a lot more thought and fear into change than is necessary. Sometimes change can be good. And if you embrace it, your life can get better. Oh, and your teeth can get cleaned, which isn't a bad thing. For those of you who avoid that, you know what? You probably shouldn't, but you probably know that. And I tell you what, it would be way better for everybody who's paying attention that makes policy out there in the world because there's probably two of you or three of you, eh, more than that. I would bet that it would be, there would be way more, I'm just going to go healthy Americans. If health insurance actually included your teeth, because is there a reason why health insurance doesn't include your teeth? Are teeth somehow optional? It's like you're, you know, when you look at your whole health of your body, are you thinking, yeah, everything but the teeth, we don't really need those. Yeah, it's not, I'm not, no concern. Well, we don't, mm, no. Yeah, the mouth thing isn't really, not a whole lot going on there. We don't really. Is that, is that kind of the idea, the thought process? Like, well, we could be worried about the mouth, but hell, it's all right. It's not exactly something that's necessary. It's not like the liver. The mouth isn't like the liver. You know, when you get that, when you get that question asked, do you say dental insurance? No, I don't because I ain't doing that. But wouldn't it be great if that was not a thing that it was just health insurance and yeah, like the, I don't And maybe the teeth cleaning wouldn't be part of it because you don't need your teeth. No, you don't that tartar stuff. You don't need all that. I guess because it's routine, nobody wants to pay for that. Right. Maybe if it was like a medical checkup. Could you roll all that into health insurance? Maybe broaden the pool a little bit? Would that be bad? That be might be bad in the end. You know, because dentists need boats too, frankly. Like a dentist can't get by without a nice looking boat. Rick Solom in the studio. Wouldn't we just end up paying for that then? Because all our deductibles are $15,000. And then now we just have to pay for the cleaning. Your deductible is not $15,000. At least. Do we get free medical checkups? <laughs> yeah, once a year. So it would just be like just be part of that. I mean, you could. Like you'd schedule them. I mean, nothing's free, right? So there's no free anywhere. But I, I think we it, should get that money back if we don't get the medical checkup. They should be paying us. Oh back. yeah, refund the money. Yeah. What's your normal rate for a medical checkup? If you don't get it, refund the money. Normal rate. Bad idea. Through the Not insurance company. Not normal rate if I because you can go to like the clinic. I think there's one. So in you Alaska. want the you want the insurance rate I on a medical all checkup? All the the back. What do you what do you think? Pay. What's an insurance rate on the medical checkup? That's At least like fifteen thousand dollars. Sixteen thousand dollars. All right. <laughs> one dollar. I mean, more I don't think I, I think an office visit with the uh, doctor or the nurse practitioner is probably sick. I, I'm going to go twelve hundred dollars on that one <laughs> for a regular medical checkup. I have no idea for a physical. No idea. I mean, what do they do? Like they do a little screening. 
they t- they like check whether you're breathing. Do you have a heartbeat? Are your eyes still blinking? I mean, I feel like the dentist could do all of that while Dennis, we're there. I, I bet Dennis can. Hey, can we? He's going to do your blood pressure. Well, you don't even and... need the dentist. The dental hygienist is more than capable of yeah. taking your blood pressure. Yeah. And then if there's like a black thing in your mouth, then, you know, okay, we'll reschedule. Because that's all I you're going to do anyway. It's I not agree. like they're doing the, the filling thing that day anyway. Yeah. I, it's kind of a racket. And the idea that you wanted your dentist to stay on forever. Forever. I mean, People get old, man. Yeah, like I know, but he goes, could, you the know hands what? start trembling. I think that he would have been fine for another 20 years, probably. Let me, let me see, Mitch. Let me no, get I, in there with Well, my hand's a little shaky today. I'm 97. I think, I think he would have been. Week. He might be 97. I think he would have been fine for another 20 years. <laughs> he felt he was a, he is a very, uh, uh, very vigorous, he's a very vigorous human being. I think that uh, that would have been fine. But, you know, you got to make changes. Changes come, man. You got to make changes. Um, I'm in that process right now. Like, I'm not going to go because I don't know where to go. To a dentist? Yeah. Yeah, don't. Don't go. No, don't go. Just don't go. No, just. Once you, the thing is, like, it, it becomes a habit. Once you start going to the dentist, you can't stop because you realize that, oh, wow, my mouth is better. And it. No, like, after, after a year. Then I start psyching myself out. Like, anything my teeth feel. Oh, geez, that's probably a cavity. Like any time right. my feet, teeth feel funny. Oh right. no, I've right. probably got four hundred cavities now. You probably do. I probably do. Yeah, you probably do. Having no cavities, and therefore I, I don't. I really don't want to go to the dentist. No, you don't. I mean, no. There is there is pain that comes with going to. For those of you, and I'm not among those. I I don't have any cavities. So, for those of you who do, though, it's. Uh, let me just say that one more time. Superhuman being with no cavities. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four to free for all Friday. Seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. We're officially in a trade war. I don't know if anybody's felt feeling that yet. I don't know if I, the bombs aren't dropping. We don't have any rockets. That's not really a trade war, though, is it? Trade war, something else. Where the TVs start to price of a, of the uh, LG starts to go a little higher. I'm assuming the LGs we'll are made. We'll never know either, right? Like because they just happen to go up and down anyway. Like where are we really going to figure it out? I'm not ever going to notice. Like that one, that half cent per that whatever that. What about cent when your can. beer cans go? Is up it the one cost? penny additional that I'm being charged for a can now, of beer? Now, when aluminum goes up, and therefore our beer can prices go up, not yeah. bottles, right? Like beer can. Like, is there a? Yeah, there's no. Is there a glass? I mean, I, I'm assuming that. Where are we getting glass these days? Yeah, where's the glass? Where's the glass coming from? That's a good question. So, a glass the bottle manufacturer. Price of aluminum goes up. Yep. Now, do I hold out with all the cans that I've saved? Therefore, the recycling price should also go up. Ideally, yes. Like the price per pound. I would think so. I think it would make the most sense. I don't. I don't know that, and I don't know that. Can I don't? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Because it it should be more. It should be more. If the price of aluminum goes up, it should be more valuable. Ideally, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that. That is exactly what should happen. And these breweries they should start taking the recycle can we use recycled aluminum for these cans and you just like keep it in keep it in the country so you use a can and you just take it back to them yeah and like they, they should start it, doing that they, they just have it filled bottles, up right? yeah they just do fill this bottles. up would you they can just seal it back up again seal her up put it back together i'm good for those of you who crush cans this isn't going to apply to you you just have to is there can't there be a way where you have you know how like you go to a little microbrewery and you have you fill up your growler can you have a way where you just take well, your... Well, like 
five gallon bucket is there a pepsi or a coke bottler around here don't they want the bottles back right that's how that works like why wouldn't they want the cans are all sorts of new things new ideas rick it's just you're like i mean this is the innovation trump was talking about this is the type of innovation we've been we're we're, yeah this is business in america no question about it 608-785-7914 if you'd like to join us here on the air 785-7914 Six days and counting now before either you pay through the nose through your property taxes for a lacrosse center expansion uh, or it, uh, or that uh, idea goes on the dust pile of history. Does that sound right? Yeah. Of things that were never accomplished in the city of lacrosse. Which will it be? 608-785-7914. More to come. Stick around. In your mind, you saw a finished restore. In the sun, turning heads, and you just sitting back, nodding, thinking, yeah, that's my ride. But you have a long way to go. Premier Powder Coating gets your project closer to completion. With over 10... The Crosstalk PM and WYZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds, and this hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity... Uh, the Better Hearing Center, 608-785-7914. Of course, the Better Hearing Center with the great news this week, uh, combining their offices into one office in Alaska at 1101 Main Street, right across from St. Pat's. And uh, if you have uh, problems getting there, don't worry. They do free home visits. That's right. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. On this free-for-all Friday, if you'd like to join us here on the air. We've got Dan on the phone. Let's go there. Dan, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Uh, thanks, Mitch. Sure. I heard you talking about how uh, Riverside Park, they want to make a new canopy for the bands there on the south side stage. Sure. Yeah, and that's a good idea and everything, rain and stuff. But uh, I was on YouTube recently looking at fests and music and all of this, and I saw in another country they make quite a lot of use out of these uh, inflatable stage structures. And they're like igloos, but they're, you know, they're balloons, you know, like the, the, the bouncing house the kids go into. And it inflates in like 20 minutes, and there are companies that make stages that are inflatable structures. And if you make them white, you put some LEDs in there, you have a light show right there from the actual structure that looks soft and pleasing to the eye. And I think it's a, an efficient way of uh, dealing with something because then you can just deflate it and put it in a little uh, warehouse uh, storage unit right there on site or use it someplace else as well. But I think uh, it's a practical approach. Uh, I just want to inspire maybe those that are going to fund something like that to uh, give that a possibility. Sure. So basically, instead of something that you could use in other places, you just blow it up and when you need it, and when you don't need it, you uh, you stuff it away in a closet. Is that right? Yeah. All right. I mean, right. I, I think we could put that into the mix uh, for ideas. I know Terry Bauer is... Uh, probably uh, uh, he's probably considered that as a possibility uh, for the uh, the band shell. So, in other words, Dan wants the city of Lacrosse to build a structure to hold the inflatable stage down at Riverside Park. So now we have to build a building down there. Huh? I kind of thought he was just talking about something that just inflates on its own. Yeah, but you got to put it somewhere. Oh, you, you just... got to put it somewhere. Yeah, right. And that'd be a shed, though. That's that's a minor thing. I think I'm. Yeah, the city I, I likes like, to go I like Dan's all idea. out. I like Dan's idea. Didn't we just build a shed somewhere in one of these parks? Yeah, the uh, the the uh, uh, kayak rental, the c- canoe and kayak rental, hundred ninety six thousand dollars. 
for a place to rent kayak. A shed. Out. A shed for a kayak. That's what I'm saying. So now we need now we need one at Riverside. Was it 100, 195? Something like that. It was like 190 some thousand dollars for a shed. And there's no room for an inflatable stage in there. No, so no, now we have to build no, another two hundred thousand yeah. dollars. It would shed. also be across the river, other side of the river. But yeah. Yeah. Though we could have the stage in the river, anchor it down, play right on the water. This idea has actually come up before. The uh, notion, this concept, played on of, a barge or something. Yeah, on a barge. Yeah, and and um, we've we've talked about having Riverfest concerts on a barge, um, which would be way better, I think, and and really just the parking though. You could park cars on a barge. <laughs> park right on the barge. Just sit in your park car. On the barge. There's plenty of barges out there. I don't know why this is, you know, just put the cars on a barge and then you're good. That's all of its possibility. 608-785-7914, the Better, Better Hearing Center talk and text line. If you'd like to join us here on the air, it is a free-for-all Friday. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Anything that's on your mind is also on mine. A lot of feedback, a lot of feedback regarding the uh, events that have occurred over the last couple of days in relation to the lacrosse center. Uh, not only the Chamber of Commerce coming out in favor of the uh, pushing really hard on lobbying lacrosse city council members for uh, supporting the, the the lacrosse center, and then um, interesting reactions to uh, to that, but also I think people really kind of digging in their feet too in relation to not wanting to have to pay anything for uh, you know for that for that lacrosse center going forward. I have not. Somebody sent me an email this morning and asked me, and I'm sure that this was a question that others of you had. Of course, we had a city council member in here yes, yesterday, Jessica Olson, who also is the city the representative on the Lacrosse Center board. We had her in here yesterday answering questions, and I thought that uh, I thought there was a lot of stuff that we learned that had not. In you know, it's not out, as out there. Let's just put it that way. Uh, so. That was uh, that was interesting, but um, I was sent an email asking me about whether we've polled city council members and and how they voted. I did make a number of calls today in relation to uh, trying to determine uh, what where city council members were, where they were like planning on voting. Because again, the, what has to happen is Lacrosse City Council has to override Mayor Tim Cabot's veto of the Lacrosse Center expansion plans. $49 million worth of, uh, of an expansion that's supposed to do amazing things uh, for the community. Um, or let, that's the promise anyway, right? $12 million in, of economic activity a year. Just, for, just as, a, as, a, as a point of reference, I, I believe, so the biggest event outside of Oktoberfest in lacrosse every year is the state high school track meet. You know, in just terms of, Activity, commerce, that kind of thing. Although, man, that dart tournament, whew, dog, that thing. But anyway, so it's it's two, two, three days, people hanging out, spending money. And uh, economic activity from that is, uh, man, you know, it's millions. I don't know. It just depends on whose estimates you believe. But it is, um, you know, it's a that's a big, big event. And... A couple million, you know, something like that. So, and adding adding this, expanding the lacrosse center would be twelve million a year. So, it's, imagine like so the basically the idea is six of those per year, if if you believe some of the estimates of economic activity that come from um, that come from that. So, I don't know because I have not been able to talk 
with all of the uh, city council members in relation to where they're at on this thing. I don't know who is where and what and, and what they're thinking right now, but we are hoping to get a better sense of that um, by this time next week. I did talk to one of the no votes today, and he's pretty much still hanging out in no land. So I, I'm, this is, this is going to come down to really just how, how I feel like how much convincing some city council members can do before this thing comes to a vote. All right. 608-785-7914 on a free for all Friday. Stick around. More to come. Consultants and create custom business applications that will launch your business into future successful projects. At ltcdevelopers.com, they partner with you to assure success at a pace that's right for you. At ltcdevelopers.com, improvement doesn't cost as much as you think. Take your company into the next generation of business at ltcdevelopers.com. Every kitchen is different, even though they all share the basics of appliances and cabinets. With Mid-Continent Cabinetry and Beaver Builder Supply, your next cabinet project will be unique to your home. Maybe you'll choose maple with a custom paint color that you love, oak in charcoal, or cherry with a chocolate glaze. New home or remodel, you'll find unlimited options with Mid-Continent Cabinetry from Beaver Builder Supply, just off Highway 53 in Holman. Expanding relentlessly into every corner of retailing, Amazon is now making a big move into apparel. I'm Jeff Colvin of Fortune. May the 4th be with you. For Yesterday in Lacrosse, I'm Brad Williams. I'm Eternal Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM and on the phone with Kaya Fox from Habitat for Humanity and the Restore. Kaya, um, the Independence Day sale is still going on there at the Restore, right? Yeah, absolutely. So you've got just a short amount of time left to shop today and then all day tomorrow. Uh, we've got sales on almost every single item in the store, and then anybody who shops uh, qualifies for a coupon on future purchases at the Restore. So if you don't find that item tomorrow, you can always come back with your coupon and find it later. Okay, and they're open at the Restore until 6 the, this evening and from 9 to 3 tomorrow, uh, right? Correct. Okay, but but the, there's some there's some hours changing going on. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Yes. We are very excited to announce that we are going to be extending our hours on Saturday uh, our customers told us that they were interested in seeing more Restore, and we heard them. So next Saturday, July 14th, we'll be hosting an extended hours fiesta where we will be celebrating the fact that we will now be open from 10 until 6 on Saturdays. So instead of 9 until 3, 10 until 6. More hours of the Restore every single Saturday. So next weekend, we're going to be hosting our fiesta where we'll be giving away ice cream, coupons, and the Taco Town food truck is going to be on site to deliver some wonderful tacos to our shoppers in celebration of our extra hours. Wow, you're having a full-on party about this. Oh, absolutely. We've got to. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, again, just indicating the, the kind of uh, uh, demand that there is out there for uh, what you're doing there at the Restore. Kai, if, 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 if folks for some reason are not familiar with where you're found, can you, can you clue them in on where to find you? Absolutely. So we're right by the county landfill, right off of Highway 16, just past Woodman. Kaya Fox from Habitat for Humanity and Restore. Kaya, thanks so much. Yep, absolutely. All right. Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 
785-7914. I know that that will actually be very beneficial to have additional hours during those uh, Saturdays when you absolutely need that one little thing and you know the ReStore has it. It is a free-for-all Friday here on Wisdom, 608-785-7914. Free-for-all meaning anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Anything that's on your mind is also on mine. That's what we do here on a free-for-all Friday. As I mentioned before, I've had uh, a little bit of feedback from uh, the conversation we had yesterday in relation to uh, the Lacrosse Center expansion, the, the pending vote to whether to override uh, Mayor Tim Cabot, Cabot's, Cabot's, we could call him Cabot's, Mayor Tim Cabot's veto on spending that $49 million. And I had a question from days from somebody at work today about what happened that made this whole conversation suddenly, um, suddenly kind of blow up. What was it that occurred? Why did Lacrosse Center suddenly become so contentious? The expansion, you know, the money being spent, all that kind of thing. And I can only answer that it had to be something to do with Rick Solom and, um, you know, his ideas about putting canals or the fire department in there or something. Once people started hearing that, they got the wrong ideas and uh, they started storming the gates. So if all of the people who are... Now, looking at this as a sinking ship, you probably all could blame uh, Rick Solom because clearly it was his ideas that uh, caused the ultimate disruption of of the plans here. Are you willing to take that blame, Rick? Is it my ideas or the fact that my ideas aren't implemented into the current plans? So people are freaking out because your ideas are not in the plans. Right. So that's not my fault. That's the... Whoever's right, didn't the, aren't the plans not even finalized yet? Isn't that what we went through yesterday? We just no, need the money. They're not even. We'll they're not even. Plan. They're not even close to having anywhere close to having final plans. They they've got. A, they've the got a, basically. They got a rough design. They got a footprint, and they need some money, and that's basically it. And the footprint steps right into Riverside Park. Yeah, you take. You can actually. They're gonna. They're talking about diving competitions right off the edge of that thing. Why into, not into Mississippi? have the lacrosse center in the shape of a footprint and have it just, and then maybe a diving board, something, I don't know, like instead of a square. Wow. Like let's one up footprint. Australia. Let's, let's one up. A, so like a foot, maybe, like maybe just, just a big, like, like five toes, you know, like a barefoot. I don't know. We could probably do better than that. <laughs> what animal is like prevalent in the wow. lacrosse area? I mean, an otter. What's an you otter's put a, foot look like? Well, I mean, just put a whole otter. You sh- you shape it like an otter, and then pl- like like the band plays out of its mouth over the over the yes. river over the yes. river. Yes, yes. And then we yes. don't even need a band shell anymore. We can just use that the otter's mouth. And in fact, it's called the otter's mouth. Yeah, lacrosse otter La- center. Cross otter center. No, they tried to do that with the uh, what's that thing called? Myrick Hickson Eco Park. They were trying to make a whole otter exhibit. Well, just combine the two ideas. We've been big into combining ideas on the show, combining the lacrosse center and the lacrosse fire department, or combining the lacrosse center and whatever else we thought a museum. Now we go back to to back back to the day when they were trying to raise money for the Myra Kicks and Eco Park. What was it? What were they raising? How much money were they raising for that? Like fifty million dollars. Here you go. Here's your fifty million dollars. 
but it's a lacrosse center expansion in the shape of an otter. We're going to need new architects. I think so. And they're not probably. Or just a local artist to design it. I mean, we keep it local. And they probably work for like I mean, if you make, if you can, if one dude can make that big Indian in his backyard, you know you can find enough people to to make a lacrosse center in, in the shape of a giant otter. It's not that big of a statue. It's not really that big. It was one guy in his backyard. But he was an art teacher, right? Yeah, but, I, okay, so think about what he, that what, how tall is that thing? Like, is it paper mache? What, what is no, it made it's, of? It's concrete. How did he do that? Is he a right? That's what I'm saying. One guy did that. So if you got one guy making a big Indian that 50 years ago that's still standing in Riverside Park, you absolutely get a whole crew onto. But we don't want the lacrosse center to be in the shape of a big Native American. No, right? we want an otter. Okay. Absolutely. These are the ideas that people, even though you want creativity, you want something that really steps out. Well, Tim Cabot, lacrosse mayor Tim Cabot, thought that it was an Awful design. So we've come up with something to make everybody happy. The lacrosse center in the shape of a big otter. And 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 uh, and and the band playing out of its mouth. Who wouldn't love that? All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is a free for all Friday. We'll go to Joe. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, the fix is pretty easy on this for the Indian and the uh, footprint of the building taking over. Riverside Park, you know, in the virtual reality version, the Indian's already gone, and that building doesn't exist. So, you know, in 10 years, that's what people are going to be doing anyway. So build whatever you want over top of the park. Just keep the virtual reality version open, you know. Wow. No no buildings in that. You know, yeah. as many doctors as you want, and uh, no Indians. <laughs> so that'll be... Just make sure you write that in, submit that to the virtual reality uh, yeah, program writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otter, whatever. You know, maybe include a couple of pictures, you know, a couple buildings of otters and people playing, you know, the band and whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Really what it is anymore. Because it's all going to be, it'll be everything, it'll all be perception anyway. And nothing, nothing oh, will be real. People don't leave their house anymore anymore. Well. No, they just put those goggles on their head and away they go. It's, not, it's like the Indian never existed. That's some hardcore pessimism right there. Well, that's the truth. <laughs> um, I don't see yeah, it I, I mean, all right, I can see it. I can see it for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. I guess we. I guess I, I see us spiraling down into that well, miserable hole. Just by people that aren't going to be using virtual reality anyway. Yeah. You know, nowadays, when I get around people's houses, that's all kids are doing anyway. Sitting in the dark basement with the goggles over their head. So, <laughs> no matter what you put in that park, man, we're a sad species. <laughs> yeah, it might not. It might not, Joe. Look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much, man. That was um, that was bleak right there. That was all kinds of bleak. We won't need fireworks because we could just strap the goggles on, pretend that there are fireworks. Huh? Got a number. Speaking of fireworks, I there. <laughs> I don't understand what's debatable here. So when you're when you're um, when you're when you're sleeping and it's, or you're trying to go to sleep, right? And it's, um, and you have to get up in the morning on the 4th of July, <laughs> you have to get up on the 5th and it's nine 30 at night and you're, you're down for the night. And, um, about 15 minutes after that, 
you know, the, the big fireworks go off. And you're like, ah, oh, there it is. There's them fireworks. But at 2 o'clock in the morning, when there's still dudes out in the alley shooting off whatever they're shooting off that are illegal, I mean, you're not real happy about that, right? Unless you're one of those dudes. And then you're, you know, you're happy because you're drunk. I don't understand where the debate is on why that's annoying. And yet we have people online who are debating whether there should be more ticket writing for for fireworks. Because we had a story about uh, the the City of La Crosse police. They were over from the the week ending on, on, um, uh, on July 4th, on the 4th of July. They had written a total of three tickets for fireworks. And there is apparently some debate on whether you know, people should be complaining about fireworks, whether the people that police should be ticketing for them. Yeah, I mean, no, it's uh, great. I love the celebration. That's awesome. A, you know, they're illegal. B, I'm sleeping. Take them out in a field, I guess, if you want, or go to Iowa where they're legal. But not in the alley at two. That was actually, no, that was this morning at two o'clock. So it's, Pretty much the whole week. I don't see what the debate is. I'm not sure why there's... What What? What are we defending here? Yes, Rick. So anytime anyone shoots off like a firework that goes up in the air, anywhere in Minnesota or Wisconsin, that's illegal? Like, is that is that yes. right? Like, yes. so any, anything. Yeah. All right. So I live like out in the middle of nowhere, but there's a little subdivision out there and people are shooting fireworks off all the time. Yeah. But if I call the police on these people... Like, I don't want to, I don't want the police, I don't want my neighbors to know that it's me. Yeah, nobody, every, uh, fireworks complaints are always anonymous. Nobody ever, nobody ever leaves their name. Yeah. It's a pretty normal thing to like anonymously call in fireworks complaints. And then largely that's why they're completely ineffective because there's no way to follow like what up. What we need to do is anonymously, anonymously submit photos of sure. those people and then. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, is that our, you know, you you anonymously call, or you you don't anonymously call on your neighbors. You you give your name, and then then they start, then they put fireworks in your mailbox. Right. They like feed fireworks to your dog. Exactly, because the whole reason I don't want my neighbors shooting fireworks because my dog goes crazy the whole night. Like right. it was miserable the other night. Right. Like, just the dog is just going insane. Yeah. No, you have to take matters into your own hands. This is definitely a vigilante type of thing. Well, it would be a vigilante type of thing if I had to, you know, not anonymously call the police on my neighbor. You need bigger fireworks. And it's like a tradition for these people across the street from me. They do it every year. It's like everyone, oh, the, the, these people shoot the fireworks. Can you get a big hose that shoots water at that, that, that entire different distance? Well, I got, a, I got a Craftsman pressure washer. I'm up pretty That's high. really... Potential. Uh, it's like not some, illegal to hose my neighbors, right? Like I could just, I'm just hosing the woods. I'm right? just hosing them. <laughs> Can you launch water balloons in their general direction? That might be something that would discourage them from lighting the fireworks. I don't know if that would work. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Lacrosse Talk PM. Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Your voice matters on Lacrosse Talk PM. So call now. Bay Street Lacrosse. I'm Mitch Reynolds, the Crosstalk PM and WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 
Also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. We had a story on our website at wisdomnews.com, if you're interested uh, to see, read more about it, at wisdomnews.com. That's wizmnews.com, which is also where you can uh, find this show after it airs. How cool is that? At any rate, so uh, we posted a story about uh, police... Um, and uh, the, I mean, essentially, the number of tick, fireworks tickets that they've written this year. For those of you who have, in, and we're just looking at Lacrosse Police, and they've written a total of three uh, during in, within the last week. So the week ending on the fourth of July, they had written uh, three tickets, and two of them were on the fourth. For those of you who have been listening to fireworks in your neighborhood for the last week, you know that it's pretty widespread. Pretty widespread. But uh, yeah, three three tickets, uh, and really not that many complaints. And there is some dis, dis, uh, disagreement on on the the comments on that story on our website in relation to that. Um, people I, somehow don't think that there should be any tickets written for the illegal fireworks that are going up. Do you think the, the police feel that way too? Like they get out there, even if they had like the people who did it, they'd be like, oh, I don't really want to give it ticket for like i don't want to be the cop that gives a ticket for fireworks they're gonna put fireworks in my mailbox i you know what i don't is there warnings Do i we mean know are there, if there are okay so here's the question about police and and tickets is that and they there are warnings police and tickets is that is it are there are there laws that they disagree with that they have to enforce yes probably all the time is this one of them? I don't know. Because, but, I mean, you get pulled over for speeding, they'll give you a warning for that. So, yeah. I mean, w- th- this seems like speeding if you, sometimes. If you lit your firework and it went up in the air, but only a couple feet, that's probably a warning. If it goes up and lands I mean, on your neighbor's garage, then that's a full-on ticket. Yeah, I mean, the only way they're giving tickets out, and they gave three, is if it's just some just giant firework or right like it hurt hurt some neighbor's house or something yeah That's it, the only way it went in it it, it chased uh, the, the, neighbor, the neighbor's cat around the backyard <laughs> number three thanks for waiting go ahead you're on did you keep your powder dry the fourth of july Mitch? i mean without a doubt of course yes okay all right anyway i think this ordinance about shooting firecrackers was written by the same councilman at that time that wrote up that one about the cruising through Riverside three times or more? Yeah, no. That uh, law was never, I mean, that, they never enforced that. Because yeah. the wife and I drove around there five times one night, and I didn't get no ticket. Right, right, yeah. I don't I don't think it's, I, to my knowledge, uh, that uh, has. there's never been a ticket for that. Uh, they, no. The fireworks, though, and that's a state law. Uh, the fireworks, um, anything that flies or explodes in Wisconsin or Minnesota, as a matter of fact, both are. Well, both, I know all if I would have been a cop out where I lived the other night, I could have rolled out five or six tickets. Was it a little busy? It was a little busy. Yeah. But, you know, it's just people having fun, right? I mean, it is. Yeah, for them, it's a lot of fun. It's not... As long as they don't blow their fingers off and go have to go down to the clinic, they're all right. Yeah, but is it is it fun if it's, you know, if it's 3 o'clock in the morning and they're still doing it? Well, we don't have any bozos that bad out here. All right. Well, then it's right. that would not, not that big of a deal then, I guess. Oh. Yeah. I, I, it don't bother me any. I got earplugs from should, when I mowed should, yards. Should, should they write? Should they write any tickets for fireworks then? Well, uh, 
They might as well not even got the ballpoint pen out for three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it... you'll have to go to court, and the guy will dismiss it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, we don't know that for sure, but be but like that going is, to bicycle court. But that's something that we could absolutely track. I gotta let you go. We gotta get your news. I appreciate the call. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. More to come. Stick around. Dickinson. I work for Dickinson Family Funeral Home. I'm. Bur- Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Pearl Street Brewery, if you want to know what's going on in their world, Easy enough to find out. Just download their free app. That's what I did. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. You can call in or text in. Either way, you get in on the program on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Better Hearing Center, by the way, with big news, combining their offices in Onalaska and La Crosse in one office in Onalaska at 1101 Main Street, right across from St. Pat's. Uh, if you have a problem getting there, no problem. They'll come to you free house calls. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. Uh, I have a, had a couple of uh, questions in relation to the uh, Lacrosse uh, Center uh, expansion plans and uh, questions in relation to that and the future of the center and things like that. We'll get to those. Uh, coming from the uh, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, you can send me a text at any time. Feel free to do that. Um, yeah, I was uh, <laughs> today. Is today not one of those days where you where if you so if you're I was indoors at, at work pretty much all day, and then left at a certain point, go home, let the dogs out, and come back. And it was one of those situations where I I the old it's a great day to play hooky kind of feeling came over me. And I, I didn't act on it because I'm older and wiser now. Uh, but also with the understanding that, um, you know, that'd probably be my last, today would have been my last day on the air or yesterday probably would have been my last day on the air if I decided that the delightful, perfect summer weather that we're having right now was worth more than my livelihood. But damn, is it nice. Just, you know, I'm not a big, I, I don't like, a lot of people don't, but I'm a, I'm especially not a big f- fan of heat. One of the reasons I left Louisiana because of that, uh, the extreme levels of heat, I, the, you know, low, low uh, dew points and humidity. And today we're right there. I'm all about that. All about that low dew point. So happy. Really nice. If I don't have today, during the summer, I just want it cloudy. Just give me clouds. But, t- oh, my goodness. I just want to soak it all up. All of it at once. This Today and tomorrow. I mean, yesterday, too, right? Beautiful. My goodness. If you're not into this kind of thing, I'm sorry for going on and on. But, wow. Um, down to 59 tonight. Another perfect night for sleeping. Just pop those windows open and, and relax. Your air conditioner will be fine because it is 50, dew points at 53. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, it gets a little warmer on Sunday, 87 for a high. 
It's 76 now. 608-785-7914. That's the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Your calls and comments coming up on this free-for-all Friday right here on Wisdom. More to come. Stick around. Fort Wisdom News brought to you by American Home Fireplace and Patio. I'm Rick Solom. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders coming to western Wisconsin for a campaign rally with Democratic Senator Tammy Baldwin. Baldwin announced today that the former presidential candidate will appear with her at a rally in Eau Claire July 14th. Baldwin's race is the top target for Republicans. State Senator Leah Vukmir and Delafield Management Consultant Kevin Nicholson face each other in the GOP primary August 14th. Vukmir was holding a rally today with House Speaker Paul Ryan and U.S. Representative Jim Sensenbrenner, both of whom recently endorsed her. Baldwin's campaign says she and Sanders will talk about the fight for affordable health care. Sanders beat Hillary Clinton to win Wisconsin in 2016's Democratic presidential primary. Final tally is in, and there's a pile of money left for security in Wisconsin schools. Out of the $100 million available for schools under a new security grant program, eligible school requests this spring amounted to just $56 million. So another round of grants is likely, this time focused on enhanced levels of security, says State Attorney General Brad Schimmel. We'll also focus on training. Our schools have asked for more training availability to their staff but they can't send people off to some conference in a distant city. So Schimmel says his office would send people out to the schools to conduct appropriate training to deal with violence. State School Superintendent Tony Evers, a candidate for governor, has asked that some of that school security money be directed to expand mental health services in schools. It's being called a war. The $34 billion in tariffs on Chinese goods coming into the U.S. that went into place overnight with immediate retaliation on the way from China. President Trump says it's easy to win a trade war, and he's confirmed he's eyeing more tariffs. Republican Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson, meanwhile, has gone on the record saying nobody wins in a trade war. I don't want to undermine President Trump if he's got a, you know, some grand strategy here, but I'm putting a lot of pressure publicly and privately to conclude this return certainty to the to global trading markets. China has accused the U.S. of bullying through its tariff actions and igniting the largest trade war in economic history. Maybe they have the votes, maybe they don't. It's unclear how things are currently in the desperate effort to overturn Mayor Tim Cabot's veto of the $49 million expansion for the Lacrosse Center. What is clear to the city council member Gary Podesky, however, is that the issue is the most divisive he's faced in his three years on the council. There are a lot of people, they aren't as vocal, but they are through calling us, who wants this done. And then there's obviously there's the media frenzy to stop it. Pressure has now picked up on the pro center side of the lacrosse area from the lacrosse area chamber of commerce this week as it's jumped into the lobbying effort and is waging an email campaign to pressure city council members into that veto override. An override vote is scheduled for <laughs> Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 785-7914. Yeah, call in or text in either way you get in on this free-for-all Friday, 608-785-7914. Coming up on Thursday, July 26th, the Wisdom News and Views Cruise... Uh, jump on board Lacrosse Queen and hang out with us for a breakfast broadcast of Lacrosse Talk PM on yeah the Lacrosse Queen on Thursday July 26. We'll jump on board at Riverside Park at 6:30 and be back in port by 
6.30, we've got breakfast and a cash bar. I mean, we do it up right, right? Hang out with me and Mike Hayes and Scott Robert Shaw and Dick Record. Now, Dick Record says he's coming. So now we got we got to hold him to it. Because he's, you know, he's backed out at the last minute other times, too. <laughs> so if you maybe call him up, tell him you better be there. At any rate, uh, the Wisdom News and Views, News and Views Cruise. <laughs> it's hard to say. Just 25 bucks. It's that's for everything. So for well, for breakfast and the show and the boat. Um, so uh, sign up, radiostuffstore.com. Radiostuffstore.com. 608-785-794, for the Better Hearing Center talk. A text line text from a listener. Uh, we were talking about the lacrosse center earlier. And uh, we decided that a better design for lacrosse center was to put, make it in the shape of an otter. Kind of combine that whole, the concept of the Myra Kicks, the, the failed and poorly uh, planned Myra Kicks and Eco Park. Take that otter kind of idea, make the lacrosse center expansion in the shape of an otter, a giant otter. And a listener says we should put the blue baby in the otter's mouth. Always comes back to the blue baby. That's where it's at right there. Blue baby in the otter's mouth. This listener says, okay, real economics question. Why is the government in business of convention? Shouldn't the center be run by someone like Kalahari? Yeah, not Kalahari because that's a competing place. But yeah, I get it, right? So something like that. There are actually management companies. They're management companies, and this is what they do. They manage convention centers. This is that's that's what they do. They're all over the United States. There's and uh, I don't know how many companies there are. There's a few big ones, but yeah, they and they've got portfolios that. So I think the biggest one is probably the Los Angeles Convention Center, which is massive. So yeah, that that's a real thing. And why is that? I, I can give you some reasons. First of all, tradition. It's just not something that anybody wants to do. Uh, the second thing, no, I no, I'm serious about that. You get locked into a certain way of doing things and you want, don't want to do it any other way. There's a guy that has been, and I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head, but there's a guy who's been on the lacrosse center board f- since the early 80s. You get stuck in a certain way of doing things and you think you're always going to do it that way. There is no better... There is I don't have empirical evidence for this, by the way, but I will tell you from my experience, there's no better run facility operated in the city of La Crosse as public property than the Forest Hills Golf Course. It's truth. Look at that thing. Look at what it is now. And look at what it was before. That's it. I know it's a different situation. I know there's a train track that went through there and a lot of, you know, back and forth with the, with the BNSF and all that kind of stuff. But look at that place. If you haven't, if you were, if you played at Forest Hills before and then you play at it now, what's the difference? Other than management. And the train track going through. <laughs> it's a little bit different. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't know. I don't know why that is not a thing. 
why that's not something that is embraced. Why isn't private management something that's embraced? 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914 is the uh, Better Hearing Center talk and text line. We'll go to Clyde. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Have you ever called into a talk show and then immediately when you hang up, it's like, dang, I should have said this. I've never called into a talk show. Oh, okay. Well, I call often, so it happens to me almost every time. Oh, all right. <laughs> now, last night... What did, you mi- we- what did you miss? What did you miss the last time you called? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the lacrosse center and okay. the fact that it should be a cash cow, and they say, oh, my gosh, it's breaking even. Yeah. Oh, you know, we, we can't do much more than break even. You know, we're breaking even. Well... The thing that I forgot to mention was, well, what is the value of the prop of that property, and what would it be taxed? And if they're not throwing off equal to the property tax that it would be assessed, they're not breaking even. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I mean, I, you know, like you say, you've got this guy from the 1980s that's sitting on the board. Well, you know, that's nice. It's good to have old people around because they remember old stuff. But I think that that needs to be a requirement that we're going to, you know, I said we, but, you know, because I'll come down there every once in a while. All right. Uh, you know, the, the, the center board is going to is suggesting this this enhancement, well, then what that enhancement needs to start throwing off is equal to whatever it would get for uh, a property tax. Because otherwise, you know, you might as well just, you know, bulldoze it down and have somebody else buy it and build something else there. But isn't that, another, a, isn't, isn't that assuming that it has no greater value than monetary? Because as a, as a, you know, as a civic center, the, the assumption is, is that it has a value that goes beyond what it creates in revenue. And that's clearly the case because it, it, it doesn't, when they say break even, it really doesn't break even because they're not paying for any maintenance. So it doesn't break even in any kind of way. But isn't right. there something that, you know, if you, don't you have to, uh, you know, assume that there is, is some other value beyond just what it generates in revenue? Yes, there's, the, there's this particular design has an artistic value. Okay. The, the, there's that artistic value, the uh, the fact that people, I think people will come to look at it. I also think that they they have to require this board to start making more money with it than what, because yes, they're going to have more area to have more events, mm-hmm. but they need to have all the areas filled because with all the extra parking there is downtown, you know, Jim Dandy, I know that you say that there's not parking, but, you know, there's parking down there. There's a lot I of parking. Found place, yeah. I found places to park downtown. <laughs> and you, know, you walk a couple blocks, maybe three blocks, maybe six blocks. But what the hell? It's good for you. Walking's good for you. <laughs> now, so, so why not have... 
three, you know, they're going to have the opportunity to have three or even four uh, things going on at the same time. Yep. Why the hell not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, start throwing off some uh, some revenue and make it the cash cow that I said it should be. You know, and, and this is, and look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. And, and this is part of the conversation when, it, when I was talking about private management. Like I said, there are convention centers all over the nation that are managed privately, that are publicly owned and managed privately. It's actually a pretty common thing. And the way, maximizing, if your goal is to maximize revenue and or profits, you know, or if you're, say if your goal in relation to the lacrosse center and what the expansion and the $49 million and wanting to cash flow enough to cover the, the note for that $49 million expansion. If that's your goal, then you, you, you plug in a management group that can achieve that goal. And, um, in, and you know what? It's not run the way that it is now. I don't know if that makes it better or if it simply makes it less likely than it's going to cost you and I money. Because at this point, the biggest problem is that it's going to cost you and I money. That's the biggest problem. For those looking, for the people at the Chamber of Commerce, the biggest problem is not that we don't understand this is going to benefit business. The biggest problem is that it's going to cost me money on my property taxes. Yes, Rick. What what is the addition going to bring? I you know we were talking to Jessica about it yesterday, but what what is the addition going to bring to the public? This new expansion. I mean, we're going to have more conferences in there, but that doesn't like nobody's going to. Oh, we're going to go to this con- like that's for whatever business group goes in there. You know, like it's not like a concert or anything what, like that. What they ha- what they say are they're going to have uh, that comes with this center expansion is economic activity. So what they're hanging their hat on is economic activity. It is uh, business for restaurants and bars directly and then indirectly that money that kind of floats out into the rest of the economy. Not all of it. Some of it leaks out because some of the properties that are owned like hotels, um, the owners or shareholders or whatever are not local. But the idea is that all this extra money comes with all of these extra people, and somehow that all magically winds up in our pockets. So the extra people are going to the bar later, essentially. Right. Well, that or their, um, they're giving it to me while I'm panhandling. So, yes. So all of that. Or, yeah, I mean, so, so the people, they go to bars— Bars, there are more. There's a more more bars, more restaurants, more something is happening. That owner is local. That owner hires a plumber. The plumber comes and fixes the sink. The plumber buys a sink. The sink uh, comes from Gerhardt's first supply showroom. Those people have to hire another designer so that that designer can help build a sink. The designers make a forty-two grand a year. That I don't know how much they make, frankly, but that sounds about right. Uh, the designer. Um, is uh, has to uh, fix her roof and uh, goes to First American Roofing and Siding and says, I need my roof fixed. And so they have to hire more more people to fix more roofs, and Dallas gets to buy another truck. That's And maybe the you're concept. the truck driver that needs a job. And I am the guy who is, you know what? That's a good idea. 
608-785-7914. Scott's comments on the way. What? Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608 785 the number. Whatever the damn number is. 785-7914 here on Lacrosse Talk PM. That is the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Slide. You can uh, use that number to uh, call or text. Either way, in on the show using the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery in Lacrosse. 608 785 Seven nine one four seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. A number of people weighing in on the Better Hearing Center talk text line in relation to the Lacrosse Center expansion. In the last few days, um, well, almost last couple weeks, really, there has been a growing level of curiosity and criticism in relation to that lacrosse, planned Lacrosse Center expansion, forty nine million dollars of which. Would have to be paid for by somebody. Uh, Forty-three million by many of you, and then the five million comes from the magical money tree that is the state of Wisconsin. So, and I don't. I guess room tax money is in there somewhere, and there's maybe some naming rights and maybe a bake sale. Not really sure. So while those and my constant ongoing and never-ending criticism about this whole process has been about why the Lacrosse Center uh, board has not been able ever to make the case that this, not convincingly, they haven't been able to make. The, no, you know what? They haven't even tried. So, meh. We did have uh, we did have uh, Jessica Olson in the studio yesterday. She is on Lacrosse City Council and also on the Lacrosse Center board. She's the uh, council rep. On Lacrosse Center Board, um, we did have her in the studio yesterday. She was answering questions, but a question um, from listener: I don't understand why all property taxpayers have to pay for a convention center that only a few will make money on. How is this not corporate welfare? Actually, one of the questions that we got yesterday. I mean, close to, close to one of them anyway. Not a real good. The the good the reason that is used is that this is something that will bring money into and, and you know you can you can say this again and again brings money into the city economic activity the rising tide lifts all boats 608-785-7914 is the better hearing center talk text line we'll go to Mary Mary thanks for waiting go ahead you're on I've changed my mind about the whole thing. I think they should just let it fold. Forget the whole deal. Really? And when we get another mayor, yeah. he needs to be a businessman, somebody that understands money and that understands all of it, bringing things into the city and how important that is. Okay. I mean, we've seen this group of people destroy Myrick Park. They've screwed up the golf course made it public instead of private. I mean, half the people in this town don't even golf. They don't care about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there used to be two pools over at the golf course. I mean, years ago when I went there, there were, and as far as I know, they still kept them going. And with all this talk about another city swimming pool, it's like if that's 
owned by the public now. Why aren't they using it? Um, I just, I'm really disgusted with this mayor. I, I think he's in over his head. And um, I think he's probably a nice man with good intentions, but I don't think he understands money, and I don't think he understands business, and I don't think he understands what it means to bring things into the city. Hmm. That's all I have to say. All right. Well, Mary, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I mean, it does seem as though um, you know, the mayor, mayor backs the ex- an expansion of La Crosse Center, just not this one. So it's, he, the reasons, basically three reasons, you can boil them down in three different parts. Mayor Tim Cabot and his veto message about the lacrosse center expansion, the $49 million one with $43 million of borrowing, much of which will be on all of your shoulders for the next 20 years. In his veto message, there are basically three parts. A, it's ugly. B, too expensive. And C, get the hell out of my park. Those were the three reasons. More or less. I mean, it's basically it. There are, there are others, but that's, you know, it's, they basically expand on those three things. Three core ideas. Three core, everything in threes. Three core ideas. Those three. But he, every, every city council member, every city council member is in agreement about spending money on fixing the lacrosse center. Or, ex- no, not just fixing it, expanding it. Every city council member agrees that, that's the right, that they, they want to do that. The mayor wants to do that. They just disagree on how they're going to do it. Uh, it's ugly. It's too expensive. Get the hell out of my park. Uh, let's see. This uh, listener says, what, do, what good does the lacrosse center do for me? Again, over and over and over again, the question gets answered and I'm no, nobody, virtually nobody willing to chime in on that. And they, you know what? No, let me take that back. They try to answer it and they can't because they don't have a good answer. The answer is something along the lines of it's going to bring jobs downtown. Bad answer. Wrong answer. That is the wrong answer. I mean, it will. But that's not the answer that the people want to hear. That uh, convention center project is just a way for them to take my money and give it to someone else they pick. Another listener. Um, also true. Also true. Utilizing your property tax dollars, reallocating them. And calling it an investment. Which may be true. You know what? Could turn out great. Could be an extraordinary thing for the city of La Crosse. I, I, you know, we, I was looking up private management firms uh, today that uh, deal with convention centers around the United States. And they come in various sizes. And they handle convention centers that are big and some that are not so big. You know, there's, there's, uh, and they're actually having this debate in Waco right now about uh, private management for their convention center. Waco, Texas. Little tiny Waco, Texas. Not so tiny. Um, it's out there. It's a thing that, that happens. And, you know, the thing that with lacrosse that is different from other places is that, like, you know, Philadelphia, 
they, uh, as I was looking today, they had this big throwdown recently over operation of the convention center, and they got some hard-ass unions to deal with. They have unions that are just all kinds of, we ain't doing anything unless we're supposed to do that kind of thing. And that's really not what, that's not at all, actually, what's going on at the lacrosse center. So private management organization, it would have a pretty easy time with personnel management at the lacrosse center. The reason why it's not being done, because it's never been done. The reason why it's not being done is because it's never been done. And, and honestly, if you take the example of the Forest Hills Golf Course and lacrosse, Mary brought this up, the Forest Hills Golf Course. It somehow, some city screwed that up. I, and I couldn't disagree more. As a as a public course, it's it is take a really tight, impossible place to put a golf course and somehow make it bigger and then run another train track through it and then somehow find a way to make it better. I mean, that is impressive. Absolutely impressive. And anybody who plays there will tell you that it's a way better course than it was. Take that model and go with it. I mean, you know. Don't, it, it doesn't have to factor in the discussion right now when you're talking about borrowing money to expand the, the lacrosse center. All right, 608-785-7914. Uh, Fred says, dump the center before it dumps you. Uh, increased economic activity will not lower my property taxes, says another listener. Uh... This listener says, let's see, there is absolutely no good reason for taxpayers to be funding a convention center. Is anyone really stupid enough to believe politicians and bureaucrats can possibly compete with private enterprise? Yeah, absolutely they can. I mean, and count me as one of the stupid ones, but yes, they can because they're not making a profit. Business does not compete with government. It's different. Can't. Business never wins. Because business has to make a profit. We're our our radio stations don't compete with public radio. Public radio doesn't have to make a profit. Uh, this listener says I've been to dozens of convention centers all over the country for work. One thing that is usually standard is a big plaque with the names and sometimes even pictures of the city council members that voted to steal the loot to build the convention center. That could be what is motivating Jessica Olson. Eh. No, but it is something certainly that Mayor Tim Cabot chided them for. Another good comment. Um, oh, let me get to Eric first. Uh, 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Eric is on. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. A good idea would be to put a casino on the north side project up there. Even a small one. The city of Cross get more money out of that they could ever get out of uh building this monstrosity on the lacrosse center. Could you imagine the taxpayer money they could get with that? It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'd have to live in a city with a casino, though, and I'm not into that, but I appreciate the call. Uh, 608-785-7914. This caller says, I'm frustrated with the lacrosse center project because it will increase my property taxes on the business I own in lacrosse, but I have no say because I live in the city of Onalaska. Yeah. That's absolutely... You know, good point. The question I would have in return is, does your business benefit in some way? 
Will your business, some if you're a business small business owner, does your benefit does your business benefit in some way if there's a, an extra twelve million dollars a year projected? I don't know if it's real. If there's a projected twelve million dollars a year that comes to the city of Lacrosse, can your business benefit? And how? How would it benefit? What if you're an electrician? If you've got suddenly business owners that are expanding and building and growing and, and improving, does that benefit your business? I bet it does. I, w- I would believe it does. Rick is skeptical. Yes, Rick. Would we be better off? Uh, so we want to give the lacrosse center to a private company to run. Is that what we want to do? Eh, I mean, you know, you sell a management contract. I mean, you you they they sign a management contract. They you know you you pay them to to operate the lacrosse center and then give them forty nine million dollars. Two. You give them forty nine million. Yeah, here's the you run it and here's forty nine million dollars. Why would we do that? Aren't we doing that in Foxconn? No, because they own that. They would own that. They're not a private management company. Wouldn't own the lacrosse center. They would just run it. Right. They so, just operate it. We can't just give them forty nine million dollars to operate it. Okay. That's good. Is there no comparison between what's going on here in Foxconn? No. How would that be the same thing? Well, we're giving them four point eight billion dollars. But who is them? Who are we talking about here? The right. Lacrosse Center is, everyone is, wants is to, publicly owned, Rick. But everyone wants a private company to come. Forest Hills is a private company. It's, 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 it's running a management company. Sure. It's not, they don't own it. You didn't give them Forest Hills. They just manage it. Okay. They have a management contract. So give them $49 million. Let them run it. And, they give, and that way they'd run it better. You know, you tell them, here's $49 million that we were going to spend to update this, figure out how to use it to make it better and yeah. make some money. You know what? That might work. Somebody would sign that contract. I would sign that contract. I mean, if it works in Foxconn, it's going to work in Lacrosse Center. It's not, it's not even close, Rick. Not even. I mean, good try. Not even remotely close. Yeah, you did. He's uh, still working on that convention center in Hoka. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Get great deals going on now during Menard's Price Right Sale. Prevent your truckload from sliding around with cargo bars from Cargo Smart. The ratcheting cargo bar is adjustable from 40 to 70 inches and provides pivoting rubber ends to ensure a secure connection to the wall of your vehicle. Pick one up today for only $19.99. Find this and other great savings. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by the wonderful people at Pearl Street Brewery in La Crosse. Thanks to Pearl Street Brewery and Habitat for Humanity for giving us this, their support for this program this evening. Uh, thanks for all of you for riding along and chiming in. Uh, I'm out for a few days, so I don't know who's going to be in here, but good luck. <laughs> I'll be thinking of all of you the entire time I'm gone. Thanks and my love to Anna. We'll talk at some point in the future, right here on Wisdom. <laughs>